0: In the name of one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. All right, let's try a little something. Are we all awake? Everyone kind of with me right now? All right. I saw multiple heads shake no. (laughs) (laughs) All right, if I say, The Lord be with you, you say, Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. Yes, it is very right to give him thanks and praise. You know how to do that. We are good Episcopalians, and if you're visiting for the first time, don't worry, you'll figure it out. So we are good at this call response sort of thing, and we say this every single time we worship. Let us give God our thanks and our praise. It is a line that we know by heart, but how often do we really know its weight? What we are really saying, what is right to do, Now, Eucharist is central to us. We are a Eucharistic tradition. We do Eucharist almost every time we come together to worship, especially on main days like on Sundays, because the Eucharist reminds us of our sacramental identity. We are sacramental people. We believe that God is present in stuff, that when we say prayers together and we join together, that God is really present, really present in the bread and wine that becomes body, body and blood really present in our community, that God can be really present in that mysterious sacramental way. Yes, God receives thanks and praise because God comes to us to be really present to us in these meaningful, material, significant ways. And I think we're reminded of that thanks and praise in today's gospel lesson So we find ourselves in today's gospel lesson with Jesus on the move. Jesus is going from here to there, he is traveling through the country, he's between the cities, and he comes across this group of lepers. Now he's out in the country where the lepers are because they have been shunned, they have been sent out from the city so that they don't infect other people. They're sent out into the wilderness, into the desert, into this country area where they just find shelter however they can, and when people are traveling, they sometimes come across groups like the lepers. And so even though the lepers kept their distance from Jesus, they could not help but cry out to him. Those lepers cried out, Master, Master, have mercy on us. Now, lepers are used to being treated badly. Imagine being a leper. Not only are you sick and in physical pain, but everybody that you know and love turns away from you. And now maybe there's a rational reason to do this so they don't catch leprosy, but how does that feel? How does it feel to be effectively abandoned, sent out into the wilderness to basically just die? separated from everything that you know, everyone that you love. And yet, as Jesus goes walking by today, these lepers find a little bit of hope, this hope that everyone tried to make them get rid of. They find this little bit of hope and they call out to Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And Jesus replies. Jesus stops and replies to this group of outcasts, telling them to go and show themselves to the priests. In other words, to go and show themselves to the authority, the person who would offer them that blessing, that cleansing blessing, that way to be made new again. Now, as they left, as they walked toward the priest to show themselves to the priest, we know they were healed. All 10 of these lepers were healed. And can you imagine how grateful they would have been Can you imagine having expected to simply die on their own in the wilderness? They have been made well. They have been healed. That means not only are they not going to die from leprosy, but they get to go back to the world that they know, to the people that they love. They get to go back to their entire life that they had to separate from. I imagine every single one of them was grateful, so grateful to God for his healing that they couldn't help but get back to the stuff the people they love the most, all except that one. That one leper, healed, turns back to Jesus, praising God, prostrating himself in front of Jesus, literally throwing himself on the ground in gratitude because he knew in his bones that God had made him well, that God had put him on a new path, that God had given him back the life that he was given when he was created. And as he throws himself down in front of Jesus in gratitude, Jesus says, were not 10 made well? Are you the only one who came back to say thanks? We should be careful because gratitude is just a feeling until gratitude becomes an action. A while back I was sitting with a friend who was telling me <clears throat> just how hard life had been for him, that recently over the last couple of years, he had struggled to kind of get his life on the right track. He wanted to be better. He wanted to stop doing the things that were unhealthy and that kept him down, that kept him separated from his friends, that kept him struggling at work, but he just couldn't quite stay on the tracks. He knew what his life wanted to be and he just couldn't do it. Now that kind of struggle is one I think we all understand. At some point, we all choose to sort of grow up. We all choose to kind of leave the stuff behind that was perhaps fun and a little irresponsible, and we make a shift. We turn toward the kind of person we want to be. For some of us, maybe that choice is a little accidental, but I would bet for many of us, maybe most of us, there's intentionality around becoming, becoming the person that we want to be. But you see, this friend of mine was having trouble with that becoming because he kind of wanted to just make the choice and do it. He wanted that choice to be quick and certain. And I just told him, change is not easy. Change is hard and it takes time and that can be frustrating, but it's worth it. I recall a story I heard when I was a child that meant a lot to me that many of you likely know. An old grandfather is teaching his grandson about life and he says to his grandson, a fight is going on inside of me. It's a terrible fight and it's between two wolves. One wolf is evil. He is anger and envy, sorrow, regret, greed, arrogance, self-pity, guilt, resentment, inferiority, lies, false pride, superiority, and ego. And the grandfather goes on to say, the other wolf is good. He is joy and peace. He is love and hope, serenity, humility, and kindness, benevolence, empathy, generosity, truth, compassion, and faith. And the same fight is going on inside you, my grandson, and inside every other person too. The boy thought about what his grandfather had said, And he asked, well, which wolf will win? And the grandfather replied, the wolf we feed. Last week, we heard Mary preach about faith being a verb. That we don't just have faith, that we do faith. Faith as a verb, acting on our faith is a critical idea for our discipleship. We are not supposed to simply assent intellectually to this Christian idea. We are meant to follow Jesus, to actually go somewhere and do something. We are all on a faith journey. Where are you in this journey of faith? Perhaps just beginning, perhaps well down the path, but wherever we are, we have room to grow. And part of that growth is believing deep down in our bones that we are loved by God, loved enough to be healed, loved enough to be given back the life that we were intended to have when we were created in God's image. And this is important, so I will say it again. We are loved, you are loved by God no matter what you have done, no matter what you will do. God loves us, each one of us. And yet, we have all been people who have judged others. We know how it feels to find ourselves judging others, and even worse, we know how it feels to be judged by others. That kind of judgment is writ large in today's gospel lesson. We know what it's like to feel lost, to feel helpless, to wonder who will come to our aid, and yet, We have been given a path out, a way out, a way to move forward, and that is to follow Jesus. And that following takes action. Our weakness and our vulnerabilities are healed through love, the amazing love of God, the love of God who never lets us go, who never lets us down, and who heals us from the mess and the heartbreak of this world. How many of us feel grateful for that love? But how many of us have actually truly acted to show that gratitude? We all have a long way to go, but we know that God goes with us every step of the way. We're not all made clean, Jesus says. Were none of them found to return and give praise to God? Remember, gratitude is just a feeling until gratitude becomes an action. Amen. Amen.